0: Todd LaDuke joining us in the Lucas Oil studios. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Go to lucasoil.com to find the right product to keep your ride on the road. Go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com. 22 years of doing speed freaks here in the Freak Nation. And Todd LaDuke, back in the Freak Nation. Todd, we've been talking to you for damn near 20 of these 22 years. Um, and, and for good reason. Your old man, Kurt Leduc, started this crazy ass off road thing, and now it's it's you, your brother, your sons. Uh, The Leducs are kind of like the Andretti's of off road, except you don't have any Indy five hundred wins, you bastard.
1: I know, I know. My dad's dream was to have us get into NASCAR or or circle track racing, but it just didn't quite work out for us. You know, I love that sensation of sliding and jumping and bouncing, you know, over over jumps and stuff like that. So. I stuck with what was true to my heart and stuff like that. And that was off-road truck racing, desert racing, monster trucks. You know, it's just, it's always been in dirt and uh, even a little bit of sprint car stuff. So that's what I love doing.
2: Well, hold on a second. Did he ever try, talking about your dad, did he ever try asphalt racing himself? Or he just loved racing and then wanted to push you guys in that direction. But then it was like, hey, we got to go where our heart is.
1: Yeah, it was always just, he never really forced racing on us at all. That was the biggest Ah. thing that I want a lot of the fans out there to know is my dad was like, Todd, you know, when you're ready to do truck racing in any capacity, just tell me and I'll help you and stuff. And no, my dad never, ever did any roundy round racing, none of that stuff. And he just knew that that was where the money was, you know, and eventually that was a stepping stone, like Robbie Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, Mm -hmm. all these other drivers that came from, you know, uh, jerk track racing eventually evolved upwards, you know, even Tony Stewart and a few others, you know, it's, it's just the, you know, the eventual dream is to go that high, but you know what? We never got that far. I got too old too quick. And uh, so now (laughs) here we are doing off road still.
0: Todd LaDuke joining us here in the freak nation. If you're an off road fan, you know, the LaDuke name, if you're a monster truck fan, well, you also know the LaDuke name and I need you to run me through this man. Uh, Again, we've known you for quite a while. All of a sudden, you're off the short course scene, and then you're in a freaking monster truck to run me through. The, how did that happen, Todd?
1: Who made the call? You know what? Uh, I, I'm a I'm a hard worker. I'm a hustler. I don't like to just do one sport. You know, I always have to keep myself busy. And and, and so if one motorsport dies off, I have another one to carry me. And uh, Kyle and I, my brother, we went to a monster truck show in Anaheim, California, and I looked at him and go, "Dude, this has got Todd the Duke written all over it." So uh, I I called um, Feld Entertainment, and uh, I was lucky enough to where they said, all right, come on out to Kill Devil Hills, North Carolina, where Grave Diggers from. And uh, I tested for two days with uh, Nicole Johnson, another uh, rock racer, and uh, we both got hired. And um, after about three years, I won my first world championship in freestyle in a a truck called Metal Militia won the freestyle world championship and then i backed it up with a racing world championship and then uh feld entertainment said todd we want you to work for us full time and uh, i had a long talk with my dad my dad was fighting me on it saying like don't do it uh off-road is in our blood this is what we do we should just stick to monster trucks part-time but you know i have two younger boys now you know cruz and swayze that uh i have to think for them too you know i can't just think about myself and and so uh i went with feld entertainment and 12 years later, still driving monster trucks. This is just unbelievable.
3: Todd LeDuc. I think what? it was you that told me that you wanted to drive in rallying at one time. My passion is rallying. And at the time, I think you told me that you said it was your passion as well.
1: No, no. I've always loved, uh, and a secret passion was world rally. And you know, racing short course, they're just a smaller scale of a Pro Four, you know, four-wheel drive, sliding down narrow dirt roads and and integrating short course and desert into into a rally deal. And my brother and I for years would record every world rally race and just watch these guys and like Sebastian Loeb. And now my brother's over in Europe racing against Sebastian Loeb in the electric E series. And it's just <laughs> oh, wow. full circle. It's just weird. But yeah, rally is is definitely one of my uh secret passions and stuff and eventually you know try to get into like the dirt chart, you know, the rally school up, up north and stuff stuff like that would be an absolute dream. But uh no, rally is definitely something that I would like to do. And but we'll see what happens.
3: If you had the same conversation with one of the people at the American Rally Association, I'm sure they'd find a way to get the Leduc name into one of their events. It's growing. Uh, they have some manufacturers that are dabbling in it right now so uh it's kind of becoming a big thing here in America once again.
1: yeah that's what I'm hoping. You know, I'm I'm friends with Travis Pastrana, a, a few of the ambassadors on that side of it and stuff and it would be really fun to eventually maybe rent a car or team up with another racing uh team and try to try to go out and test and see what I see if I have what it takes to to drive a rally car on those narrow dirt roads, you know, across the United States and eventually maybe one day, you know, when I'm older and maybe yeah,
3: do we'll see. I'm going to tell you <laughs> one more thing. I'm going to leap in here. There is a guy named Barry McKenna who won the championship, uh, three, two years ago, I believe. Uh, he's in based in New York, but he has a whole stable of cars for rent. I, I he told me just this morning <laughs> that one of them had Todd, Leduc's Duke's name on it. He was waiting. Oh, for- dude.
1: <laughs> well tell him to call me tell him to call me and I, I would be <laughs> glad to go out and test <laughs>
2: but hold on a second Todd LaDuke you did say that in monster trucks you are full-time and you've been full-time for a long time so what does that contract allow you to do we ask NASCAR drivers this we ask IndyCar drivers this what else can you do legally that's that's allowed in your contract
1: luckily for myself uh Monster Jam was cool with me doing side, side racing. So monster trucks comes first. So if there's a race on Memorial day for monster jam, that gets priority. If I have an open weekend, I'm allowed to do desert racing, short course, uh, whatever I feel like Mm -hmm. I can do safely as an athlete to make sure that, you know, if I have a a monster truck show that next week that I'm there hundred percent ready to go and healthy. So I am able to do whatever I want racing wise. I'm, I'm really, really, uh, Really, really uh honored. To be Hold a, on. Guy.
0: You just you you just said safely.
1: Look, in a monster <laughs>
0: truck,
2: I've seen you eight stories tall in a monster truck. Todd, that's not safe, broham. He's got a five-point harness and a roll cage. Stop it. Yes, and, it is. Well, I,
1: I will tell you that those monster jam trucks are super safe. And like I, I tell my wife all the time, or or even fans, you know, like you're right. You know, when you're flying 90 feet through the air, you <laughs> know uh it's 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 uh you've got to be on your piece and Q's and stuff, but until it hurts me, I'm gonna still do it. You know, the fans are, are paying, you know, a lot of money to come out there and watch us drive. And uh, you know, I'm honored to even be in that stable of uh, you know, the drivers that are able to drive in monster trucks and in Monster Dam and uh to be able to go out there and put on the best show I can for those fans and stuff. And it's just unbelievable. That platform is just absolutely insane right now. It's still growing. And that sport, it just it just keeps like evolving, evolving. And we still have more tricks that we're holding back on to where when these Monster Jam fans are getting bored, we're, we're, we're ready to give them some more.
2: Stop it. Don't tease us with that. Hold on. So we've seen backflips. We've seen some wacky stuff. What in the world could you possibly be holding back with these
1: monster vehicles? Trust me, I'm, I'm in my backyard with my boys driving my Losi truck practicing and, and seeing what it looks like, you know, but it's a lot different. When you have to deal with the the amount of uh rubber that those giant you know monster truck tires are putting onto the ground of breaking himes and stuff like that so we're learning the limits mechanically of the trucks and you know uh last year you know i tried to do a world record stunt for the highest backflip ever and i tried to do two backflips in the air two complete rotations and land it and you know so that's where this sport's going is you know it's it's just going up and up and up and like I said. Knock on wood, we've been all been very, very safe. These Monster Jam trucks are so safe and they're so much fun to drive that, you know, when you're out there, you definitely have to be smart and be very calculated. But until my body starts saying, Todd, that's enough, call it, <laughs> pass the torch on, then uh, I'm hoping that, you know, that day doesn't come soon. But if it does, I've had a great career here and we'll see what happens here in the future.
2: So how much does your body get beaten and banged around in there because you are in there tight. But the the mentality of a fan that might not know any different, they do think you're getting beat up inside that cockpit.
1: But honestly, you're not. No, no, it's not too bad, actually. You know, uh, some of the giant airs, I, I like to go fast. So when I do a giant air, I want to be flying through the air at a high rate of speed. It, it seems like it, it makes the energy disperse across the floor. The ones that we call elevators where you go straight up in the air and you fall out of the sky straight down, those ones hurt. You know, there's a lot of lot of force, you know, like um, you know, we've had G meters in the trucks, we're hitting 16 Gs. What? Some of these hard hits. But with the restraints, uh, the way the seats are raked back, the seatbelt system that we have, we're we're not really moving anymore. So yeah, it's it's just pretty crazy to to you know, watch these fans go, like, did I just watch? This truck flies in the air, you know, 160 feet and land and keep going. It's just incredible what the sport's able to do and stuff. But, uh, no, I've had a couple of, like, sore elbows, you know, where my hand's falling off the steering wheel or, you know, under a hard hit, my my, my hand will fly mm-hmm. off. But that's just normal, like in any off-road or uh, desert racing stuff. That's just normal.
3: 16 g's <laughs> that's pretty insane how that, that, I, that's hard to believe but that's what the meter said huh yeah that you know and we've been
1: we've been trying to work with simpson race products too same thing we're we're under such violent hits and that we're stretching and smushing a lot of the styrofoam and stuff so, and stuff inside of our helmets like nothing else like you know in any other motorsport we're constantly smashing and bouncing and moving and stuff and uh So we're working with a lot of these new companies trying to figure out how to make a a helmet that's safe enough for us long term which has been a great success and we're hoping to take a lot of that technology and pass it on to other motorsports about off-road or formula one or even drag racing
2: off-road or or formula one what about football because you guys are taking a constant pounding football players are taking a constant pounding and they still need massive help
1: yeah that's exactly what we're, we're hoping to pass this you know, this knowledge and stuff onto, onto other programs. So we'll see, dude. Like I said, when I get into a, a monster truck, I never, ever feel like my life is in jeopardy and stuff. And so I have full confidence in the in the truck and uh, in the equipment and the crew yeah. and just everything that uh, Monster Jam presents. It's pretty cool.
3: Now I can imagine, Todd LaDuke, I can imagine that there was a time when you were strictly an off-road and you would look at monster trucks and laugh and say, "Ah, those guys—that's a cartoon. They don't know what they're doing." And now you're out there doing it. I imagine that's changed your attitude about it quite a bit. Yeah, my my wife and uh, my dad were pretty much my two biggest
1: like are you sure todd like monster trucks is kind of redneck you know and i'm like no it's not like that anymore it's it's just it's, it's a sport that's evolving you know and it it really is you know and it, it frustrates me because i'm competitive i'm not gonna lie to you i'm the most competitive person out there with probably a few others and, and it aggravates me when people are like oh uh do they tell gravedigger to win or do they tell max d to win no when i go out there i'm driving hard if i get beat i got beat you know what i mean and it's you know, it's I'm in that truck feeling that same adrenaline rush that I do get from like short course or desert. It's the exact same thing. I'm feeling that same adrenaline, that same amount of pressure. And for years, you know, for six years straight, I was a monster energy athlete in monster trucks. Now I'm in a new ride with a uh, Blue Thunder and uh, it's just been a great fit because you know it's so great to hear kids go, I have that toy at home. And 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 dads are sitting there going, that was my favorite truck when I was a kid. Now I'm passing it on to my kids and stuff. And uh, it's just really, really cool. It's a great fit for me. You know, it's, uh, you know, a a great sponsor, a a great deal that I'm trying to keep going and stuff. And I'm trying to get Ford involved in it more because I've been doing a lot of side hustle work with Ford, working on the Ford Raptors. So is my father with the new full-size Bronco. So it's just, you know, it's just one of those things that it would be really cool to eventually get a Ford Bronco monster truck.
3: The freaks were very close with Feld at one time, and we went to several monster truck (laughs) events. The thing I loved about it were these little kids, these little boys, five or six years old, would be holding on to their dad's hand or their mom's hand and talking about this is so much fun. Now, I bet that somewhere in one of those signature, those uh, autograph sessions, that some kid has come up to Todd LaDuke and ask you a crazy question that you're going to share with us right now
1: <laughs> gosh uh a little bit it's just it's very very uh very unique situation we have you know not a lot of motorsports especially where you get to walk up to the the driver himself and ask him a question take a picture get a personal autograph and uh pit party is is definitely very very fun and very very cool and i'm i'm glad to see other racing series like um you know, where they have like pit row where it's open, where you get to meet the driver right before they get in the truck and and just having open pit lanes and stuff like that. And uh, some of the craziest questions, number one is for sure is how do you get in the truck from mm-hmm. little kids? That's the number one question I get quite mm-hmm. often, um, you know, and uh, it's, it's really cool just to answer questions and stuff and just to mm-hmm. see – you know, a, a child come up to you and go like, "Do you remember me from last year?" And sometimes, That's even awesome. if you don't, it's just really cool to be like, <laughs> I "Fully remember you. <laughs> yes, I'm glad you're here." Sure. and uh, it's just unbelievable. Some of them are total stat freaks. Like they are so smart. They'll be like, two years ago, you beat Adam Anderson in in this race, and then you had the highest skills." I'm like, "How do you remember that?" You know. But when it's your life, it's really, really cool to hear some of the stats and and just the fans that are in Monster Jam are so loyal and so insane mm-hmm. that um. Just just really, really cool.
2: So no kid has ever asked you, do you have to go to the bathroom in your suit?
1: No, never have gotten that <laughs> one. They, they, you know what I mean? Because a lot of them know they're smart. You know, they see us jump out of the trucks and, and spin <laughs> around and get out of the trucks and make adjustments and then get back in the truck. So no, actually, I haven't had that question yet, but that's funny.
3: <laughs> make, a, make adjustments. Yeah, I bet you are making adjustment.
1: <laughs> Like this. Oh,
2: and we're going there, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> crack my neck. Yeah, crack. There you go. Crack. We
0: go. We go way back with Feld and and monster trucks, where we were broadcasting out front of the World Finals back in the day in in Las Vegas. That might have been two thousand three, two thousand four, and I'm back when with meets and and all those guys were having at it. Does Tom meets, does he still wear those medium pants to where he just, <laughs> dude was wearing the tightest freaking pants in the history of mankind.
1: Has he loosened up those pants that he's wearing? Yes. yes. He's got us. He's got a stylist now. So he is for sure. <laughs> older and Trendier now. He's not wearing white New Balance shoes yet. He's, he is getting old though, but uh, no, Tom's still the man. I'll admit it. He, he's a really, really good driver. And uh, you know, uh, this uh, two years ago, our world championships in Orlando, I did a giant massive jump in, and landed the truck and kept going. And guess what? The next truck that went behind me was Tom Ments, and uh, he did the jump too. And uh, mm-hmm. so, it, you know, my hat's off to those guys. You know, uh, they're, they're the legends of our sport, man. 12-time world champion, you know. I have two world championships, you know. So I couldn't imagine, you know, and uh, I, I'm not going to make no excuses and stuff. He, he earned them all. He got them all and, uh, you know, I'm trying my best. I want to make a sport of my name in the sport eventually a legendary name, like, like he is and stuff. So we'll see. Um, uh, Tom's unbelievable, man. He's on my mm-hmm. tour this year and he's leading the championship. I'm in second oh, right God. now in Adam Anderson and Gravedares in third. So, uh, it's, uh, it's a, it's a good little battle and stuff. So, like I said, I'm, I'm up near the top at the age, you know, that I'm at now at 43 years old. You know, there's a lot of drivers now that are coming into our sport that are 20, 21 years old, you know, and they're so talented and so good. So, you know, like I said, I'm just trying my best to stay up near the top and, um, you know, keep growing my my, uh, relationship with the fans and hopefully maybe part ways and maybe get into TV or commentary and we'll see what happens with my future. Mm -hmm.
2: I heard that. Yep. What? I heard that.
1: Drop that in there. Well, the, the <laughs> Yeah, that li-
2: was nice and nonchalant. It's like, okay, yeah. we know where your next chapter is now. Nice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, the lineage of the Leduc family, when you've got your old man's grandsons battling it out at Crandon, right? Last year. And yeah. who knows what's going to be happening in Crandon this year, flying those Lucas Oil colors. I mean, that's a that's a big deal, Broham, to to be able to pass it on to
1: your sons. No, it was a it was an incredible opportunity last year. Uh, Canyon Air Filter stepped up, uh, Lucas Oil, um, a, a family friends of ours all pitched in, and I said, "Hey, everybody, I, I, my dad's going to Crandon, which is our World Championships of Short Course. It's the biggest race that we have for Short Course. Like it is the race. Hundred thousand people a day. That's that's the that's the race for Short Course and stuff. And my dad was going there to be the the Grand Marshal." So I hit up my brother and said, Kyle, are you bringing Reed, your son, to the race? And he said, yes. I go, hey, I'm thinking about bringing Cruz, my son, to the race also. And I want dad to be there to watch you and I race. And then the two grandkids, the third generation (laughs) of dudes, to race at Cranon. And uh, we were lucky enough to make it happen, man. We drove all the way out there. And Cruz put in the time, man. He he drove in the RV with us all the way across from Phoenix, Arizona, all the way to Cranon, Wisconsin worked on the car, you know, and, uh, Melissa, my wife and, and Swayze, my other youngest, we were always like wiping the truck down and, and, uh, Cruz <laughs> went out for his very first race ever and was doing really, really well. And, uh, my dad gave both of them pointers. He, you know, we stood in turn one and, uh, he gave both the boys equal love. He said, you know, Reed, this is where you want to be right here. And Cruz, if you get a good start, you want to come in right here. So it was really cool to see my dad pass that knowledge on to, uh, you know, his grandkids and stuff and it was really really special and uh cruz ended up rolling over in his race and i told him wave your hand if you want to keep going and if you don't unbuckle your seatbelts and climb out and he, he waved and said dad i want to keep going and that's where it was like such a proud moment as a dad of, <laughs> those are the moments yeah of uh that's when kids either they fall and they go you know what i quit or and when tough you know times get tough they push on, and he pushed on. I was like, okay, nice. racing's in his blood, and uh, let's let's keep chasing this thing. And uh, we're we're proud enough right now, we're, we're working hard right now currently to make sure that we have some funding mm-hmm. with everybody nice. to have Cruz race again, which he already for sure does <laughs> with uh, myself, and we're gonna go back and race. And maybe one day, it'd be really cool to have him line up against me in the same class. Ooh. Now,
3: now
1: is. know having my son race against me and hopefully beat me that'd be really cool
2: yeah we're seeing that in a lot of areas obviously we've seen it with the andrettis but just recently we saw it in sports cars with juan montoya and his son that is just yeah from the the feedback that i gather from pr people and from drivers themselves there's nothing that compares to that well you you and your brother the first time you raced against against your dad same thing
1: yep proud moment too because you know i mean like you know you're just we have pictures of us just holding their hand out the window, like so, so it's my dad ended up finishing like second or third and stuff. And those, those are the moments that, you know, hopefully I'll get to feel is seeing what you've loved to do your whole life to have your kids be able to be good at it also. And to pass that torch on is just, I don't know, it's gotta be a really cool feeling, but hopefully we'll see that here in the future with Cruz. And like I said, he's already nine. So he's, he's growing up quick, man. It's just unbelievable.
0: Well, Todd, we know that monster truck drivers and off-road drivers have uh, life problems too. We understand you're in the doghouse with your beautiful wife
1: Melissa. Do you <laughs> oh, dare yeah. to share with the Freak Nation why you're in the doghouse, or you want oh, to keep oh, that quiet? Gosh. Some, some. I guess some days I just get up and I'm sh- real short and aggravating and stuff like that. And, and like, especially in racing, man, I don't know how she does it sometimes. Because you know, like when you get into that race mode. It's kind of hard to explain. You've you've tried to focus out everything. You just try to zone in on what you're doing and stuff. And if it wasn't for her, I'd probably leave her and the boys in the hotel room and take off to the track by myself. You know, it's just one of those things. But she's good at pulling me back Mm -hmm. and and showing me that, you know, family's first no matter what. And then racing and all the other stuff comes second. Stuff. And it's just been such a weird thing to admit, you know, because you know, my whole life has always just revolved around racing, 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 you know, and now that we have a family and stuff and and everything's going good here. That you know, it, you eventually hit that point of your career. Of like you know, what it is, you're all right. Family comes first. Let's get the mm-hmm. boys going and stuff like that, and pass that torch on to them, and give them the attention that they need. You know, and I want to win off the track and on the track too.
2: Well, it seems like Cruz is going down that pathway. But what about your other son? Is he does he show the same interest, or does he have other
1: interests? Oh my gosh, Cruz, my oldest, is exactly like me. Super calculated. Okay. Um, is a risk taker. You know, he's already broken his arm. He's he's a, he's a wild man. And then Swayze, more like mom. Klutzy. But we'll, we'll see. Klutzy. Oh, <laughs> I just gotta yell. He's listening. He's really listening. Listen. <laughs> no. But... No, he's. I think he'll be good. I, I don't know. Like, he picked up riding bicycles just as fast as Cruz.
2: I am not. Don't
1: trip on the way out. Yes, yes, yes. Don't yes. trip on the way
2: out. First of all, is just adorable because of me, not that.
1: Right. <laughs> but, you know, like, I'll give I you. I love know, it. I love you it. you learned how to ride the bike the exact same time as Cruz. So, I, I think both of them have that natural ability and, uh, like I said, kids nowadays with the video games and everything else, YouTube, they're so quick and they're so smart, man. It's just incredible.
2: <laughs> and potentially klutzy. Hey, uh, yeah. We're about to end this interview, but man, if
0: you can leave that camera on when you go back in there with your wife. It's you was
1: in my court case.
2: <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> she is a mega follow, though, on social media, yeah. because there are some funny things with those kids. And it is awesome to follow you guys.
1: Oh, yeah. She has no filter. She's so fun. And she, you know, she'll show vulnerability and, and confidence and perfect. stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It's right. a perfect balance. And she's hilarious, dude. Yeah. So if, if you follow me, you definitely got to follow Melissa.
3: Yes. Yeah, clean it up real good there, Todd. You're doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs>
1: My best, okay. I have a fire extinguisher right here. I'm trying to put it out.
0: She's gonna throw you up ten thousand feet. Screw ninety feet, man. She's gonna throw you up and put you down, man.
1: No, she's really good. She's really like I said, dude. She never ever tells me to pull back or And you know, a lot of the shows, you know, she'll be constantly up to date on live, you know, and she'll be like, you know, Todd, let's go, like ride the lightning. That's always like our code of like, let's go, stop driving like a wuss, and and go out there and win. You know, I know you can win. Go out there and do it and stuff. So she's uh. She's a really good driving force behind me and stuff. And some of the days when I'm vulnerable or I, I feel like I'm frustrated or I don't have the confidence, she'll give it to me, and uh, I'll make sure I perform the best I can for her, for sure. Wow.
0: Now, will we see you in Orlando for the uh, World Finals?
1: Yes, that's my plan. Uh, I'm hoping uh, if you win your Tour Championship, you're automatically you're automatically slated in. And uh, out of five years, I've won three stadium tour championships and gotten second twice and uh getting second is very frustrating you know what I mean to see somebody else holding that giant monster you know monster damn trophy as you can see over here and stuff it's just <laughs> I don't know it I, I want this championship this year and it's been such a insane dogfight with you know Adam Anderson like I said and Grave Digger super talented super consistent Tom Menz, the driver of Max D another just insane driver and so they're they, they don't buckle under pressure you know once in a while new guys i can get under their skin or i can uh say something to, to aggravate them, and provoke them and then once i find that i'll keep leaning on that that pressure point <laughs> and stuff but with these with those two man i just i can't i can't figure it out so uh the only way to figure that out is to beat them out on the track heads up and uh they're they're both insanely popular drivers super talented and stuff and uh I'm focused on a man. They're only, you know, Tom Benz, the max D driver is only 16 points ahead of me. And we have four rounds to go. So I just got to, you know, I'm already doing the math, you know, and uh, next week we head up to Seattle and then we have uh, Indy, uh, the Lucas Oil home show right there for me. And then uh, we go to Philly and then we end our championship in Denver, Colorado. So it's, it's going to be a dogfight, man. So we're going to, we're going to keep applying that pressure. And uh, like I said, I thrive off that that, that pressure of having to compete right now, you know, when that clock starts it's you got two minutes to perform to the best of your ability and stuff. And I love that mm-hmm. sensation. So stepping away from short course full-time, um, pretty much feeds my addiction of speed and, and, uh, technique and skill and luck is, uh, carried right over into uh, monster trucks.
0: Well, just do me a favor, keep mints out of those white new balance shoes, and no stonewashed jeans. Okay
1: i promise i'll try my best if i do i'll make sure i take a picture and i'll tag you guys in it
0: please Uh, we've uh,
1: we've got proof on
0: our end from like 15 16 years ago him wearing those things brother
1: heck yeah no no it's just incredible this is Uh my youngest right here
2: oh hey swayze (laughs) hi swayze
1: (laughs) i love it this this interview is completely going off the rails no
2: it's not this is perfect This is our reality now.
1: Listen, you've known us
0: long enough that that we expect things like that. I I was hoping that uh, Melissa would come here and start slapping you
1: around.
2: She did. She slapped the back of his head.
1: Yeah, Yeah, we'll have to do like a a dual one and then ask us questions. That would be funny. Right. (laughs) Another episode.
0: (laughs) Well, brother, uh, good luck to you, man. Thanks for doing this and flying those Lucas Oil colors when you're running that uh, short course course and uh, the desert racing, buddy.
1: No problem, dude. It's It's been a while and I'm, I'm glad to be on here and uh, you guys are unbelievable and you're funny and uh, right. we live in the same town, so we'll have to meet up here soon and do something fun together out of our element.
0: Bam.
2: Love it. <laughs> Thank you, man.
1: No problem. Thanks, you guys.